Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Today's podcast is a little bit different to my usual ones. Andrew Lorenzo, who you'll remember from episode 11, where he spoke to us about mindfulness, and from his own podcast, Breaking the Barrier. Well, Andrew and I went out for a run up at Farney Creek in the Dandenongs the other week. It was a rainy day, would you believe it, in the middle of summer, but... um, it was lovely so you will though hear the sound of running in the mud and the puddles so I'm just giving you a heads up for that one this is a free-flowing chat much like you would hear on any run we just thought it'd be fun to record and share with everyone I'm a little bit hard to hear at first but that improves the audio quality is not perfect because um, as we were running Andrew was holding the phone and that's how we were recording might be something we have to look at and uh, that's part of the charm though is it's like being there with us on the run So just keep that in mind and bear with us. I really hope you enjoy this style of podcast. Yeah, Lululemon. Well, do you know what? I never had heard about them until I got here. Well, I never really knew much about them until I was younger. Yeah, right. But they're really only popular in Canada and Australia. Yeah. I don't know why Australia, because like America's right next door. But, oh, um, I think it's because they're expensive and Australia likes to sell shit that's expensive. Yeah. And we like to wear stuff that's expensive because that makes us seem like that. It is. Well, that's science. I mean, you're not a good person unless you wear expensive <laughs> stuff. Crazy trail running people. Well, I mean, I'm testing. This is only the second time I've managed to. I got them from Barclay. Yeah, right, okay. And I need shoes. I need to wear practice ring in the mud. So yeah. Well, today will be practice. Cool, so this is a Barkley training room? <laughs> to a certain extent. Awesome. The shoes. I got that on record. Yeah? <laughs> People now know that I'm on a Barkley training run, and I'm going to make it sound like it's intense. Yeah, well, Feel free to continue to make me hate my life. <laughs> I just love these trails here because it is um, different. So the other one is on, in the van and off. Yeah. I just find it kind of pretty. Yeah, well, I remember I did the roller coaster run last year. Yeah. And it was okay, but it was just a big dirt, basically a lot of dirt track. Yes. Um, very barren. I mean, it was the time of year maybe, but very barren. This is great. It's like running through the jungle. I feel like I should have a machete and a cowboy hat. That's right. It is like it's a bit more rainforest. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm not mad being on dirt track. That was like some of the races I did in Canada. They were like that. It was like boring. Yeah, right. I feel like we're going to run into the drug cartel or something. <laughs> so do you ever pay attention to your pace while you're out here? Or do you just kind of no, go by feel? I, I just run by feel. Yeah. Because... You can wake up every day feeling different. Fair enough. That's a good point. Funny that. <laughs> like a six minute K can sometimes feel real easy. Yeah. Sometimes it can feel really shit. I know. She took off well, her don't jacket. Do you know what roasting means? Well, I do. I just wasn't sure because you trail people have weird stuff that you talk about. You paused your watch when you stopped just now? Of course I bloody paused my watch. It's cheating. Not that I'm watching pace, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm watching pace, but I st- I, I, I pause I my I want life. my pace to look less rubbish <laughs> than it is. Oh, Strava. I know. But I heard it called Strava Noia. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I don't, yeah. but I like it. But it's so true. Yeah. Especially with me returning from injury. Yeah. And I look at my pace, I'm like, I can't let that go on Strava. Right? <laughs> and if it does, I well, for me, I always justify it. Easy run. Yeah, no. Not feeling great. No, see, <laughs> I'm not going to do that because that is, I I see people who write that and I go, Bleh. Bullshit. Yeah, I call bullshit. <laughs> you're just a <laughs> shitty runner and you know it. You're <laughs> shitty like the rest no. of us. <laughs> yeah, you're human like the rest of us. That's right. No, it's a sign of being paranoid. Or what I find even worse is someone done like 4.30 pace, warmer. And I'm like, come on. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're right. Not that I actually spend much time with Strava, those signs I can do. Yeah. What I find interesting is, you know, I'll go to the gym or to the sauna and it'll come up just 
activity. Yep. And I get 20 likes before I even say what it is. Right. And it's just like 30 minutes of nothing. That's because you're Isabel Ross. No. You're Isabel goddamn Ross. <laughs> no, it's because people just like stuff yeah. without actually really looking at it. Well, it's the same way with Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. You just, like, I, I must admit, I'm, I'm Instagram, I'm guilty of going through sometimes and just blindly double tapping. Uh-huh. Yeah, and sometimes you just have an ad, don't you? Yeah, and it pisses me <laughs> off. I'm like, oh, God damn, I just supported this sponsored ad. <laughs> and now I'm going to see more. I have to admit, I have been nice to do that. And then I unlike it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, because otherwise you just get more of that crap. Yeah. Do you know what I find really interesting? I was like driving the other day to this Woolies. Different one than I would normally get to. Yep. And I saw ahead of me a laundromat called Dirty Laundry. Okay. And I thought, oh, that's an interesting name. Didn't even come in, like, didn't drive close to it. Could just see it ahead of me. Yeah. Like, you know, I drove to the shopping, went home, went on Insta, and there's an ad for Dirty Laundry. Oh, of course there is. That's creepy. And I'm like, fair dinkum, I just looked at it. Yeah. I didn't say the words. I mean, I guess because of your location, but still, that's I like... wasn't even that close to it. I could see it in the distance. And there was, it was a whole strip shop. Yeah. There were shops everywhere. How did it... Like, that just freaked me out. Yeah, that is kind of creepy. Because there was 50 shops there. But that's it. And it's like, you go, you go online, you do anything. And, and, and it, yeah, it's showing you ads forever. It's like, God damn. That's just... Well, like, um, you just talk about things, and then those ads will pop up. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But me driving within a, you know, 60, couple hundred meter radius, I should say, of, of a shop. Yep. So really you should turn off your location. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean at the end of the day, if you're not doing anything wrong, I don't suppose there's any reason to be worried. Although they're all watching you now. Yeah, aren't exactly. They? Everybody's watching me now. <laughs> God forbid I ever do anything wrong. Well, we spoke to you last year or a couple of years ago. I still remember back when I was younger before all this bullshit. Me and my friends, we went to a tea party, a lot tea. The girl was Tina. Yeah. So we dressed up as terrorists. Nice. And we were all in black with pretend guns. We caught a cab. We were with our guns, you know, and everything. Being stupid. Yeah. Like, if you did that nut, well, you wouldn't be able to do that nut. No, no, you'd get arrested for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I told you about that uh, VR thing that I did last week, the, the zombie thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get my friend and I, Andy, who went with me. We get right into it. I mean, we were we were together with like eight or nine other dudes, and they were like Australian. Andy's from Canada, so it's North American mentality, right? It's crazy, like me. Yeah. And so we're yelling, getting right into it. He's like going on military style, and I'm just insulting these fake AI things that we're shooting. And at one point, there's a, a level that brings out terrorists for some reason, because you know when you're fighting zombies, you also have to. Fight. So you're shooting them, and I just scream out, that's for 9-11s. <laughs> so I can only imagine what people think of me. <laughs> that you're a mental American. Yeah, like the rest of them. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, every country has its, um, what's the word? Idiosyncrasies? No, Ooh, fancy. Well, well, yeah. Uh, no, what people think of you. Yeah, you know? uh, stigmas. Yeah. yeah, you know, and for Americans it used to be live and whatever, which I have to admit, I have, uh, I used to kind of believe. Yep. So I went to America and they were just the nicest people ever. Yeah, do you they know what? So friendly and so helpful. They're they all pretty chill. Help. And they love anybody with an accent. <laughs> Whenever I go back, I do my Australian accent so I can get the free stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what? I think, joking about 9-11, but in, yeah. a little more serious, I think once that happened, I think as temporary as the major mental shift was, yeah. you know, I think a lot of it stuck and they just became a nicer people. I mean, oh, do you think that helped you? I think so. I think they became a little bit more, let's help out. I mean, there's still that what's going on now. Oh, always, and there's always going to be elements of yeah. not so good people in every society. Like, it's, that's just the way it is. 
But yeah, I think it definitely. So that's. Oh, is that where is that where you take people to murder them? Yeah. Okay. Much. Cool. So we don't have to go that way because last time I went that way, I was a bit. Well, I needed assistance so, <laughs> to yeah, climb right. the fence. That looks like Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, it does say you will get fined. Or electrocuted. Um. I was reading a book. Um. About. Norman or someone, I've forgotten his name. Yep. About, it's called Tribe, and about community and how difficult situations such as 9 11 yep. <coughs> bring people together and bring out the best in people. And I think it was also in another book I was reading. And, um, and that it's unfortunate that we have to go through hard times, but to bring out the best in people, yeah. that's what's necessary. It is sad, isn't it? Like with the bushfires. You know, that's brought out so many heroic, yeah. you know, things from different people. And it's just, you're right, it's interesting. It's like all these people doing all this stuff. But let's let's find a way to do that when yeah. stuff's not going on. Yeah, that's right. Why can't we all just be good? Because we get so caught up in the minutiae of life yeah. that <clears throat> we forget about our fellow man. That's it. Jesus, we're getting philosophical. I know. This is taking a turn that I didn't expect. <laughs> oh, I get very philosophical. Sorry, not so good at jumping. No, you're right. I still can't <clears throat> hop on my left leg. You can't? No. Yeah, right. What is Jason have you doing for it? Well, or I'm is it? Oh. Lee. I sing Jason as well. Uh-huh. You're one of those <laughs> playing the field. Um, that's it. <laughs> so, um, I'm seeing Jay, uh, Lee at Rise. Yep. And he's been needling it. And, um, <clears throat> I am doing plyometric exercises. Yeah. To try to encourage. Because my foot basically just slaps onto the grind. Sure. Which makes running much harder work. Okay. Because I don't get the push off. Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't think about that stuff until you... Oh, my God, until... Can't use it. This weird dead leg. Yeah. And it's just the weirdest feeling. Did that... Was it so... It started kind of niggling during the GSER, didn't it? Before. Oh, before. A week before, I was out running. That's what you want. I know, and my calf collapsed. All right. It's like turning your ankle. Yeah. Your leg just stops... It just... Ooh, you fall. And I'm like, what the hell? So I went to my massage therapist. She couldn't find anything. Of course not. It's a nerve. <laughs> so she said, no, you're right. Okay, I'm right. Yeah, it's real just right. pre-race nerves. Straight away, as soon as I started, I could feel something wrong with my calves. Yeah. And um, especially climbing, because that's when you get up on your toes. Yeah. And my from downhills and even... Towards the end on uphills, my calf kept collapsing to me and I'd fall. I fell so many times and I couldn't really run. So it was tough. Yeah. Was it? Week before. Yeah, it just started. Like one of the biggest distances. I know. Stinky. Oh, but that's right, because I remember you said that. You were going to, you, you were doing the quote and unquote short version. Still 160 something. Alone. It was 175, 179. Freak! I hear lots of different reports. Yeah. Yeah, it was a night and back. But um, the thing is, I've had tingling in those toes. Yeah. For years, and I've just gone. Should we right? Yeah. And ignored it. And just one day, it was just like, not. Nah, you can't ignore and me anymore. Yeah, I think it just came to the point where it went smacked me over the head and said, you better start listening. Oh, man. Gotta listen to those niggles. Yeah. As little well, as they like may be. What Ashley was talking about in that podcast, now I know it's not cancer, but it's like, maybe if I'd gone to the doctor sooner, yeah. my nerve would be okay. Yeah. Because basically, I think my nerve is now damaged forever. Really? Well, pretty much. Bummer. I mean, I think I'll be able to build a new neural pathway. Yeah. Because I am a, I'm a believer in the 
another book I've read, Biology of Belief. Yep. Where you can heal your body or change things about your body. Okay, so try and I biology visualize a new neural pathway and yeah. it firing and working. And the body is able to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's you know, it's worth a try anyway. Yeah, well, it can't hurt. Yeah. Well, start doing that myself. It's kind of like the secret, but in terms of your body. Yes, and that's it. And he reckons, uh, uh, I forgot his name, and I think he was on the secret movie too. Yeah. Um, that you can actually change the way your genes work. Yeah, okay. You know, so your gene code is not set in stone. Just like the brain is plastic. Yep. So the way you can manipulate your genes and how they work for you can be plastic too. Okay. Who knows? I don't know. I find it fascinating. Well, it's worth a try. Like I said, it's worth a try. Yeah. That's very interesting. I know when I had a stress fracture. Yep. I used to, um, this was many years ago before I heard of any of this stuff. I used to imagine the bone healing and knitting and getting stronger and, you know, whether or not it helped, yeah. it actually made me feel more empowered as if I was doing something to help. Sure. Yeah, well, that's, deal with it. that's it. It's like uh, so many, when you get injured, it's really easy to feel useless and yeah, powerless and powerless, yeah. are in control. So, the more that you can do, even if it's mental. Yep. I'm well, that's where most of it lies, isn't it? In the mental. Oh, yeah, well, another book I was reading, Mind Over Medicine, yeah. talks about the um, power of the placebo effect. Yeah. But also the nocebo effect, which is actually a Latin word. Okay. I thought it was a made up word. <laughs> um, of having the negative, like, oh, well, I'm crap. Like me always whinging that I'm slow. Yeah. Dust it creates when I'm slow. Or, you know, if you walk around, I'm always sick. I'm always yeah, getting sick. You know? Yeah. And um, they find that the placebo effect has very similar efficacy to actual most medications. Yeah. If not better. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very interesting that because I find that especially in the running community, right? Yeah. Everybody, the first thing that they always say about whatever they run, yeah. I know it's not the fastest, but yeah. I'm proud of it. But we'll just say that. Just, I'm proud of it. Just be proud of it. Yeah. Believe in yourself a little bit. Like, I always find, this is one guy in particular, I love him to death. Yeah. Good. I mean, I've never met him, but he listens to the podcast. Yeah. And he said the other day, how come everybody seems to be improving? I've Ex- read that. Except for me, right. Yes. Right. And it's like, dude. And I read your response. Pretty good response, it. wasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, But yeah, it's just like you've got to start believing that you will and stop yeah. putting so much negative pressure on yourself because the minute that you change your mindset, good, bad, indifferent, whatever you change your mindset to, it's going to be. If you keep telling yourself for years that you're not improving, you won't improve. You won't improve. Yeah. And it's something as little as lacking the motivation because you're talking yourself out of it. Yeah, you go, well, I'm not improving. What's the bloody point? Exactly. Whereas with this injury, I keep telling myself, yes, it's hard and I'm slow at the moment, but I know it's going to get better. That's it. And, and Each slow run is one step towards the faster run. That's right. And you've got to look at the positives. Yeah. Like, because I can't expect to be fast yet. No. You know, I haven't really run much. I've had quite a bad injury. Yeah. But I know it's in me and it will come back. That's it. That's exactly it. So... Look at every positive thing. <laughs> Stay positive and like, don't focus on the shit that's bad. No, I'm slow right uh, now, but I'm moving. You know? Like you were talking about in your podcast, looking back on the decade. Yeah. And I started thinking about my decade, and it was a decade from hell. <laughs> like really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Everything bad that could have happened did happen. Yeah. Both my parents died. Jeez. My, I got divorced after 22 years of marriage. And I had lots of problems with my kids. Night. I could look on that and go, my life's shit. Yeah. You know, give up. But no, I'm just reinventing myself, starting again. Yep. 
forward. That's what you got to do. And look at you. Look. 20 episodes into your podcast. Well, yeah. And you're like top of the charts already. Well, not at the moment, but yeah. But still, you made it. Yeah. I and was on the top for one week, for one day. That's, hey, man. That's enough. And it's one of those things where it's like, yes, it was a decade from hell, but you're pulling from it. Yeah. And you're making the most out of what you've learned. That's it. And I've made so many new friends, like say from you, and just met so many awesome people. Yeah. I've done. I mean, bloody hell, I'm with Barclay. I know, and you might yeah. just be going yeah. again. Well, I am. Yeah, that's right. And oh, yeah, I already did spoil that <laughs> in the podcast when you spoke about it. So you are going again. Yes, yeah. um, and I've done... Canada for a year. I've, I've done some bloody awesome things too. Yeah. So, but I do find, like I said, from the GSCR race recap, that listening to the IM affirmations helps me. Yeah. Re, reprograms me for positive, saying positive things about myself. Yep. Rather than negative. Some of the best people in the world do that. Yeah. It works for them. Yeah, that's it. Oh, look. To be honest, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. That's it. Like, and the mind is a powerful, totally. powerful thing. Totally is. And you think about my GSDR. I was, I had one leg that didn't work. But <laughs> I was determined to win it. Man, determined. That's just crazy to me. So, I was able to push. Maybe I shouldn't have, I don't know. But you know what? If you didn't, you'd probably look back and say, yeah, I wish I had done it. And I did, I did do it, so I was able to. That's it. So all good. Yes, I've been injured, but who's to say that's not what my body needed? That's it. Anyway. That's it, and that's, that's, that's exactly what it's, it's sometimes not the thing that you want. No. That's what you need. Yeah, you said that at some point. Yeah. In the podcast, I said that's exactly it. That's it. It's like, okay, right now I need to hear that from my body. I gotta start doing something different. Yeah. I need some rest. We can do things we can. Y'all heard that. Isabel Ross listening to my podcast. <laughs> Barkley runner, GSCR winner. <laughs> That's cool. I'm not a geek. <laughs> oh, good. We're lost? No. No. I would not get us lost. Uh-huh. I just haven't run up in years. Okay. And we're back. Cool. Is it all okay? Yeah. Yeah, I figure. I'll keep these recording like 15, 20 minutes long and it should be easier to do stuff with it. I don't know. I'm not a tech nerd like you are. You know what? I've become what I never used to be. Yeah. When I was married, I knew nothing about computers, anything. Yep. I've um, got websites and set up laptops. Yeah, well, your website... Pretty good. Peakendurancecoaching.com.au. Is that it? Peakendurance.com.au. Peakendurancecoaching.com.au. Wow, I can't even say it. Peakendurancecoaching.com.au. Yeah. Good team. So I built that website myself. Yeah. From scratch. I've, you know, done all this other stuff that back in the day I would have thought I was incapable of. Yeah. So, and that's what I mean. Out of all these bad things. I'm good. I've learned new skills and that's it. Become more confident within myself. Oh, I just got a branch to the face. <laughs> that wasn't but ideal. That's new. I love that. The fur in your face. Yeah, no, I was it's great. Lovely. Forget my eyes. Yeah, you don't need them. That's right. You can so run without a cap. I can run without a knife. That's right. Was it Courtney DeWalter? You lost her eyesight in a race? Wait, what? Courtney DeWalter. Oh yeah, that's right. I was listening to that. Her eye. She was. Couldn't see. She was on a podcast episode not too long. It wasn't yours, was it? No. 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 Maybe it was Marathon Training Academy. I don't know, but I remember listening to that. Yeah, and um. And she kept going, and didn't she win? Yep. That's just. Sorry. Stop talking about a friend's affair. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. No, I like the feeling of the friends. I prefer running in the I like. Cold. Yeah, I like running in the cold. I hate running in the heat. Sucks. Good for your blood vessels, though. Yeah. If you want to take a jacket off, I'm happy to carry it in my pack. Oh, look at you. Thanks for that. Yeah. No, man, I'm good in the sauna. Yeah. 
<laughs> losing some weight. That's not yeah. why I run, everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, um, left here, sir. Left here. I keep forgetting you don't know where you're going. Nope. Um, I don't even know where I'm going in my own town. You don't go in the sauna to lose weight, do you? No. Yeah, no, you gain that back as soon as you drink yeah, something. Yeah, I know. By the way, all of you people that try to sweat out calories, that shit doesn't work. It doesn't work. Don't I, do it. I love the sauna just because it's relaxing yeah. and I can't do anything. Well, that's why I like Bikram yoga. Shout out to Maria, who I was supposed to go with yesterday, but uh, Bikram yoga, have you ever done it? I do hot yoga. Yeah, right, okay. I love it because you can't think about anything else. That does. You can't, <laughs> you can't do shit. I'm thinking about shit the whole time. Really? I'm driving myself mad. I, I mean, I think about what I'm doing, but I don't think about anything outside oh, I that think room. about what I'm having for dinner, the shopping. You're doing yoga wrong. Perhaps. <laughs> no doubt. That's, that's not how I'm you're supposed to do it. I'm myself to everybody. Oh, that's oh like, God. that's awful. That's so flexible. That was a bad example. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I'm, I can't shut that brain off. Okay. But in the sauna? Sauna, I put on a meditation. Oh, yeah, right. All my affirmations. Okay. And that's what I do. Yeah, right. Okay. It's the only way to shut my brain off. And I'll tell you one really awesome way to shut my brain off. Uh, rock climbing. Yeah, okay. Because I went into rock climbing when I was in Boulder with my girlfriend. Yeah. And um, the only thing I could think about was where to put my hand, Yeah. where to put my foot so I didn't fall. That's a good point. And I was euphoric when I got done because that was like the first time, probably since being a child, that I could shut my brain off. Yeah. Oh my God. I wanted to keep rock climbing. I was going to have to do the Albert with my leg. Yeah. Just for that brain benefit. Yeah. Shut it off. Interesting. Don't you have problems shutting the brain off? I thought everyone. Well, do you know what? I mean, yes. I mean, there have been moments, certainly in the past couple months. Yeah. Um, but, well, you know, but I think I'm kind of spoiled in the in the sense that I'm an actor, right? So most of my time, especially in the last couple of years, as an actor, I have free time. And I always joke around about it, but really. <laughs> so you learn how to... And that's where my mindfulness sort of came in. Okay. So you learn how to be with yourself and yeah. not let your mind wander to the negative stuff. Um, I mean, I'm like a normal human being. When it's time for bed, I'm, I'm thinking about the secrets of the universe. But, uh, yeah, for the most part. And I just find ways to take my mind off it. Like even sometimes mindlessness is a good thing. Yeah, I think it's an awesome thing. Yeah. I think there should be more of it. Kids don't get enough of it. No. And I, I must admit, talking about the generation of kids today, I, I play video games, right? Yeah. And I can get lost hour, two, three hours playing video games, even more. Yeah. But it's a, it's a time where I'm not thinking about anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even so much thinking about what's going on on the screen. Yeah. And as a mindfulness coach, I will say, being mindful all the time is not necessary. And, yeah, yeah, no, it's not. Because that would get rather tedious, yeah. to be honest. Absolutely. Especially when you're doing boring shit. Yeah, which is most of our days. Yeah. That's all that mundane crap. Yep. Be mindful in the times that count. Yeah, that's right. Not at the traffic light. No. Although, have you ever driven somewhere and just can't remember the lights? And oh, yeah. Oh, you got there. Yeah. I remember Praying thinking, did I go through a red, red light? light? Yeah, exactly. There's danger to myself and everybody else. Yeah. I like it out here. Huh? I like it out here. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. If it wasn't so intense of a thing, I'd say they should set up a Spartan up here. <laughs> I probably could. I don't think that'd be an idea. No, maybe where they do the roller coaster. Right? Yeah. And that's why the roller coaster is on those kind of roads. Yeah. Because Because it's not pretty. This is a, um, you know, like a sensitive library habitat. Yep. And that sort of stuff. I do like nature. I'm not all about yeah. paving it down with. No. <laughs> well, no, I know. I just, I, I, you know how you're talking about needs and wants and whatnot. Yeah. I need to be in nature. Yeah. It just soothes my soul. Yeah. Okay. And is that why, is that why you kind of love trail running? Yes. Yeah. So, I was brought up by European parents, you know, 
very outdoorsy. So our summer holidays were hiking the backcountry. Yeah. While everyone else was going to bloody water world and all that and movie world, we were hiking. I love that. No, I hated it. Yeah, but now you don't. No, no, I love it. <laughs> and then um, I got into mountain biking. Yeah. Once I was about 19, 20. And then once I had kids, I got into running. Yeah, okay. How far do you want to run? Uh, I was planning, like I said, on I know like, you've got a race and you want to do well. Yeah, I was planning on six to eight today. So what have we done? I have no idea. We've done like, because I'd already, we've done four and a bit. Okay. So we can do some, so, couple no, more. Well, I'm just thinking. Now I have to stop my Garmin. Yes, you see. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, and what I hate is when I forget to turn it back on. Oh, yeah, that and I still have to make up the kilometers. <laughs> we could go down here, but then that's quite a distance. Um, because that's fun because it's really slippery. I didn't bring water because I want to look tough. Well, I don't normally take water for like a two-hour run, but yeah, yeah, I've been trying to. Anyway, I've been trying to train myself to need a little bit less stuff. Stuff, yeah. Yes, I'm fine. Especially nutrition, like yes, I, I try to go at least if I'm running. Yep. I try. I probably won't take nutrition on. Anything up to uh, 14, 15 miles? Yeah. Uh, what's that, 20, right. 25 kilometers, 24 yeah, yeah. kilometers? Well, like, but will you eat beforehand? Uh, actually, sometimes, no. Wow. See, no, it's all fine and well because you're male. Women should not do that. Yeah, okay, good. Why is that? Because it messes with our hormones. Okay, good to yeah. know. And all the testing they've done on that, fasting and all that, yeah. it's done on men. Yeah, okay. So, interesting yep. point for my female listeners yes so like i will um like do a 20k run in the hills yeah it should take three hours yep because i do try to get in lots of elevation i'll eat some toast before i get out but i won't eat anything on the run sure but i'm not fast but i am also teaching myself to not eat while running yeah and then i'll go and sometimes do weights straight after still not eating yeah see that i don't do so basically if i run in the morning i generally run fasted yeah but then i'll i'll do my weights after but i won't go completely fasted i'll have a shake or something yeah well actually i'll just put coconut oil on my coffee which is black anyway yeah the verdict's out on that one it tastes nice does it it actually is not bad Coffee tastes Yeah, but it's like one a day. I drink my coffee black anyway. So do I. Well, coconut's good. Yeah. Maybe. Although, no, the jury's out on that Exactly, too. that's what I mean. It's like verdict's out, nobody knows. It's a solid, but does it... It won't go solid in your body because, of course, it's melting temperature, but is it really beneficial? Who knows? Who knows? Today, yes. Tomorrow, probably not. Same with eggs. Yeah. No, eggs will always be good. Yeah. Eggs were always good. People are just... People are just Cholesterol. Well, not really. You know, they've actually. It's funny because, you know, my mum grew up during the war. Yeah. In Germany during the war. So they ate whatever they could get. Yeah. You know, you would eat everything. Yeah. You didn't waste a thing. No. And everybody ate the meat fat. And everybody ate the yolk. Yeah. Well, that's how you know people's bodies were healthier then than they are now. Exactly. And there's. I mean, I was talking to a buddy of mine, same guy that I went to the zombie yep. shooting thing, you know, a lot of the allergies today. Oh, from the processing of the food? Exactly, and yep. the avoidance of food yes. based on the, it's like, well, if you avoid that food for so long, of course you're going to build up an intolerance to it. Exactly. Give me peanut butter, man. Give me tons oh, of Oh my God. I love peanut butter. I can't have a shake without peanut butter in it. My favorite snack is peanut butter. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Peanut butter on toast. Yeah. Peanut butter in my tea pudding. Peanut butter on a spoon. Uh huh. I have it in your way. If I could do it in a straw, I would. <laughs> so it's gonna be super crunchy. Oh yeah, smooth peanut butter. Yeah. For those of you who eat smooth peanut butter, There's you're the worst you. kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and if that means you don't listen to my podcast anymore, please continue to listen to my podcast. Yeah, right. You know, crunchy is the best. But not a crab. Not one with the oils added. Be 100% natural. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, 
the night before along because I don't I'm not big on carbs anymore uh-huh. um, so I've trained my body to operate without a lot of them uh, this tank play, you have some yes maybe I don't know because I don't generally you know the faster things if you want to get faster well I hit a 5k PB fast okay. anyway go on yes no but maybe I'll try I'll listen to you I'll try something different all I know is <laughs> all the athletes that do the yeah carb high fat they, they when have they carbs. race, they have carbs. They have carbs. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll... So what do you think? I've got one more run. I'm off tomorrow. Saturday is just like an easy run. Like a shake like, No, run. I mean like at the start of the race of Joe. Okay. Generation, you can. And halfway through. You know? Yeah, right. To keep the sugars topped up. Okay. Yeah, just during racing. like uh, Because then also your body's not usual. It goes, woo! It's like when you caffeine deplete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. That's one thing I've forgotten to do this week. Eh. Screw it. Never works anyway. <laughs> it worked for me once. I guess, yeah, basically the night before a long run, I don't carb up. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll fat up. Yeah. I don't have like just peanut butter, you know. Um, I'll have my normal Smart meal. On your steak. Yeah. <laughs> Put the peanut butter right on that steak. That's right. <laughs> Kebab meat, even sometimes. That's fun. Um. Yeah, you know, I don't think we need to carve up as much as, I mean, back when I used to wear mine bars, we would have just a bowl of pasta yeah. with a bit of sort of tomato sauce, not tomato, ketchup, but, oh, ew. you know, like spaghetti sauce. <laughs> like ketchup? No. Oh. I'm saying tomato sauce, but not, oh, oh, not oh. tomato sauce. Yeah, I gotcha. You know, in a jar, like Legos or Tomato paste. Yeah, okay. Well, not paste, but anyway. But, yeah. Um, and that's what your pre-race fuel was. Yeah. The but morning I, of the race. Carb, carb, carbs. No protein, no nothing. And I think people go over the top with that now. Oh, it was ridiculous. Like, I mean, I, I've heard of people carving up as much as five days, six days before a oh, race. Wow. And I'm like, how do you operate like that? You must be gaining a ton of water weight. Yeah, you do. But you can't for an ultra, you need that. Yeah, but not for like a marathon. No. Or even a half. I've heard of that for a half. I'm like, you don't need that for a half. I am a believer in carbo-loading. Yeah. But... Not being ridiculous. Yeah. And like the night before race, I generally have a fairly small meal. My bigger meal is at lunch. Yep. And um, I carbo load only in so much as I eat a sort of a low carbohydrate diet. Yeah. Not super low, but a little bit lower than I used to. Yep. So then before a race, I up it. So then I've got more carb stores. Right. And personally, I mean, I eat a lot, but I'm always hungry. But the three days before a race, I try not to let myself get hungry. Sure. So I eat more than I normally would. So what would you do before, I guess I know, speaking with Lucy the other day, she purposely gained weight yes. for what she, is that like kind of what you no. will do for maybe Barkley though? No. Not even? I mean, obviously. Not long enough. Yeah, okay. But what she's doing, definitely important. Yeah. I was wondering, like, I couldn't tell that she did that, but I was hoping that she would do that. Yeah. Because. Yeah, right. Well, she, uh. Cool. And I remember looking at her towards the end thinking, she's lost weight, lost to a little healthy. Yeah. So she obviously did nutrition right. Yeah, well, I remember looking at her pictures on social and I'm like, just because I remember thinking, the amount of calories that you would need to take in to oh. not go gaunt. It's, it's impossible almost. Yeah. So now she obviously, she did a really good job. So she still looks healthy. Yeah. And now it's wine o'clock for her. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, wine o'clock all the time. There you go. <laughs> Bourbon o'clock is myself. <laughs> well, I believe in balance, you know. Yeah. And once a week I want to have a few wines with friends. And then a few more. Why not? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then shot. No. And Jaeger, you know, just getting out. Why not? No, fireball. Fireball? Oh, oh, you, know what? fireball. You, you did say that because we spoke about the dude who put fireball in his flask. That's right. Uh, in Canada, it was fireball. I'd had fireball before I went to Canada. Yeah. But in Canada, it's an institution. All right. Oh, I love that stuff. I had a couple of good Canadian friends, so I love hearing that. <laughs> But yeah, I believe in balance, so 
I eat pretty clean and healthy. I've had, you know, chronic fatigue. So I have to eat healthy. Um, but, you know, once or twice a week, I'll let myself have something yummy. Yep. That's it. I mean, I would say to somebody who's trying to get from completely overweight. Yes. No, they can't really. No, don't. Yep. Because it's just going to train your body that you're going to still have it. Yeah. And it's going to mess with you. That's right. But if you're there. And, and if you're overweight because you can't stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then once you start, you can't stop. That's it. And that's, you know, binge yeah. eating disorder is the thing. Um, oh, it's definitely been there. Yeah, me too. No fun. No, no. Um, I remember yeah. when I had chronic fatigue really bad, they put me on a special diet. Yeah. Like, no processed foods, absolutely no sugar, to the point, no fruit, no tomatoes. Wow. Nothing, anything that tasted good was basically off the table. Yep. Right? And um, I went a good five years without touching sugar in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And um, I stopped craving it within a couple of months. Yep. But then once I started again, yeah, oh my God. It's hard to stop. It's like... It's a drug. It's a drug. It's more, I've read it's more addictive than cocaine or... Well, it affects your brain in very similar, yeah. if not more intense ways. That's right. And so, all right. And I haven't been able to go back off it again. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But you know what? I also figure, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you have swearing on your feet? Doesn't matter. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, See, now yeah. we're even. Yeah. No, but, but you know exactly right. And you're obviously in shape. Yeah. You've learned about what your body can and can't handle. That's right. And you know, for those of you who are not there yet, work on getting there. It's a good, you know. Yeah. And there's no shame in not being there yet. No, that's right. I mean, you know. I still watch what I eat. That's it. And I am very careful with what I eat. You have to. Yeah. Because at the same time, yes, you're fit. But I still, you can, like you said, you can outrun a bad diet. Right. It's impossible. And um, and as, as somebody who is athletic, those cheat meals can sometimes oh affect God. you more than they would they are. a normal person. Like if I have something, like, let's say, have fish and chips Sunday night. Yeah. Not that I've had them in years. The next morning, I run like crap. Yeah. It's like you're hungover. Yeah. It actually sometimes feels like you're hungover, Brody. That's so great. You can get that hungover feeling from rubbish food. Yeah. But, you know, you live, you learn. You can't beat yourself up over it. No, I just... You just accept, I'm, I'm going to have a shitty run tomorrow. I don't punish myself with... Well, I have some tips, and I've got to run 50 k's. No, yeah, I used to do that. Yeah. That's not the Worst way to live. It is a horrible way to live. And it actually takes the joy out of running. Yeah. So now I just go, well, what's done is done. That's it. Move on. That's exactly it. Just pick up where you left off. That's been my treat meals these days. Um, like macas, or fish and chips. I'll go out and have like a beautiful Thai feast or, yeah. or Indian or something. You know, better quality food. Yeah. With lots of flavors. That's it. And that's... And you learn to appreciate that. Yeah, because... I think you've got to appreciate the food. Huh? And you're going to say, well, I'm, I'm making a conscious decision to eat this. So I'm going to body enjoy it. That's it. Not scarred for feeling guilty. Yeah. And my, I... my cheap meals are... Uh, my, my friend Maria, she yeah. makes uh, these awesome meals. Yeah. And she's so kind. She'll, and, and another friend of mine, Jess, uh, they make these great meals. And they'll bring me them every now and then like, because they know. Oh, like... Uh, so Maria makes these awesome, say banana bread. She makes banana bread. She makes uh, this amazing bolognese. But that's not a cheap meal bolognese. No, but like when you put it on pasta. You get a cheap, cheap pasta. Hey, <laughs> she makes great cupcakes too. <laughs> See, I'm not really into cakes, so that doesn't. See, I love I love cake and, oh. and like a glass of milk. Ooh, I hate milk. Oh man, I love it. No. I'm such an American. I've never liked milk. I'm like those intolerant though. That'll be what? Yeah. Just messing with bath. Fair enough. No, no. Yeah, like, I mean, look. They're not unhealthy, but they are a break away from the norm. Yes. You know, like... And if you have the bolognese with pasta, once again, 
for me. I would measure the pasta. So this is how much I'm having. And I know that's enough. Whether or not I want more is irrelevant. Yeah, see, that's where, that's where I'll differ. I don't measure shit. <laughs> unless, well, I have to. unless I'm cutting. No, because if I ate to my hunger levels and what I want, I'd be the side of a barn. Fair enough. So I just love food. Yeah. And I love eating. But, you know, you just can't. No. Sucks and to too eat. many people go, I want it, I'm going to eat it. And they actually... <laughs> go for it. From what I've read, so... Um, being a little bit hungry will help people live longer. Yeah. If you're constantly satiated, you have a shorter life. Makes sense. So I should live to be about 200. Because <laughs> I'm always freaking hungry. Okay. But yes, it's actually healthy and normal to always feel a little bit hungry. I want you to talk about that on your next podcast. Okay. She always asks the listeners, that's what I want to hear about, that research. <laughs> Yeah. I'll steal it and talk about it. I'm I like, read so many things. I never know where I got it from, but yeah, right. It is because evolution-wise, we evolved to. We were basically hungry all the time. Yeah. Pretty much. Unless you know, once a year or twice a year, you pig eye. Yep. But it's interesting how that research works because. How do they do it? How do they do it? Because. They track people over time. Years? Yes. Yeah. There's been studies where the researchers have died and new researchers have taken over. Yeah, wow, that's because, kind, of, kind of sad. Yeah, but the researchers who started it started with children, but they were grown men. Yeah. Probably in their 40s or 50s. And they're tracking these, at the time, because they only studied men, these men, so they were 70 or 80. That's how old they are now. And um, obviously the researchers... Die. Can you imagine though being that selfless about your research? Yeah, I know. Knowing full well that you're no. not going to live it out. You're not going to finish it. But somebody else will, and that's yeah. enough for you. And that future generations will benefit yeah. from the knowledge gained from the research. That is yeah. shit. But it's absolutely fascinating because they have been able. And also, what they discovered yeah. was the more optimistic people. We saw light to a more optimistic lens. Um, we sick less often and live longer. See, that does make sense. Yeah. That positive, it all goes back to that mindset. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the glass is half empty or half full. The point is you can refill it. But also, how are you? How happy are you when you stuff your face and you feel full and sick? No, exactly. Exactly. It might be for a brief second. Yeah. And it's not even a happiness. It's yeah. just a satisfaction. Yeah. And it doesn't last long. No. So, to me, it makes sense being a little bit hungry. Do you know, it's funny that I always do feel much happier. And I think I've spoken about this before. I feel more alert. I feel more alert. I feel happier when my diet's been really clean. Uh, And I feel more optimistic. Yep. See? Um, The gut leads the brain. Yeah. They are intrinsically intertwined. I have heard that. They are. That's a big study in uh, colonoscopy, not colon, col- uh, colon cleansing. Yep. They talk about that, the reason why it's so important. Well, a little bit of a gross piece of trivia for everybody. Yeah. And even giving people with depression, and I'm not saying this is the only cure, but alongside their uh, counseling and medication, Prebiotics and that sort of stuff. Yeah. If you can change the gut biome, yep. You can change. Uh, it, it, it goes to the brain. Yeah. I can't remember the exact mechanism. I can never think 100% when I'm running. Yeah, really. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. I think the best when I'm running. I don't think that well, well anyway, but you know, whatever. As in trying to explain what I mean. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think a lot, like I said. It's just constant. Yeah. So I'm probably going to. No, this is great. Like I said, I'm not used to running trails. This is just right. It's a nice, good conversation pace. Yeah. And to somebody like me, this slight incline yeah. is a real bitch. It's a killer. Yeah. I know, right? It's a douche grade climb. Douche grade? Yeah. You know it's runnable, <laughs> but God knows you want to walk it. Yeah. Douche grade. Have you heard that? No, I like that. Yeah, it's douche grade. 
That's going to be the name of the podcast. <laughs> the douche grade episode. <laughs> well, this is all around here is douche grade hills. Nice. But what a feeling when you get to, to the oh. top. That's why I hated bright, but I loved it. Yeah. Oh, I love bright. Yeah. Because, you know, with my luck, yeah. that extra something, yeah. I'll trip. The thing that tips me over. Yeah. No, no, I totally agree. That's why I was giving you the option. This is what I was talking about in on my way up here. I did a little bit of a pre-record, and I, yeah. I was speaking about how you and I last night were giving each other the option, <laughs> and both of us just wanted the other one to say, screw it, let's just do it. Well, did I like the way I made it? It had to be you that made the decision because you were doing the driving. Uh, that's clever of me. No. That's, responsibility I'm going to get sexist here. It's because you're a woman. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but they just, they like to mess with you. Ah, no. That's how that works. Somebody says, if I say, if I used to say to Ash when we were dating, can I, can I do this? If you want to. Oh, God. That doesn't mean no. if you want to. That means do it and you're going to fucking find out why you shouldn't have. I don't know, I don't know. If someone said, can I do this? I would sit down and discuss it. We didn't really though, we just started talking about food. Yeah, you go. <laughs> hey? We just started talking about food. Last night. <laughs> yeah. Because every topic leads to food. That's right. All roads. Yep. When in Rome. Yeah. Food or coffee? Like I'm happy. Sometimes it's not even worried about food if I can just get a good coffee. Yeah, I hear that. I can live on coffee for oh. a little bit. I originally started drinking a lot of coffee because that was my way of not eating. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a in a fasted run kind of way or kind of like in a no, borderline not, not, not healthy way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well it's like that. And I must admit there are still, you know. Oh. You substitute something for something that's yeah. either going to be healthy or not. I still struggle with the whole concept. Yeah. I think many people, whether they think about it or not, do. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know many people who have a completely 100% healthy relationship. No. No. But to those of you who do, well done. I hate you. Yeah, well, you know, it changed for me. The, it changed a lot when I started thinking about food as fuel. Yes, and that's how I think of it now, as fuel. Here we go. Bitching. How was that, all right? That was all right. Well, what did you think? You certainly can tell I used to be a teacher. I hope I didn't sound too much like a teacher. Anyway, give me your honest feedback on this style of podcast, please, because if you enjoy it, I may start doing I may start doing sort of running chats like that, similar, on a semi-regular basis with a variety of different people. Let me know your thoughts. I'd be really interested to hear what you have to say. Okay, so don't forget to get on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe to the show and rate and review it. As I always say, this will help me grow the podcast and ensure that I can get top level interviewees on the show. Thank you so much for your support. Have a great week of training.